This is Manastrophic Music. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are tuned into the new podcast called Matastrophic Music, a show where we talk about our favorite bands and records and have a good old time trying to turn you, the listener, as well as us, the hosts, onto some great new tunes and artists. So gather close around the fire. Don't forget your hot tea or cocktail. It's time to get into it with your hosts, the Mats, Kelly and Duffy. What's up, what's up? Today's episode is about Stone Temple Pilots. We will be discussing this fantastic band and uh, reminiscing and uh, building our stacks. How's it going? It is going good, sir. Happy early New Year. Yeah, happy early New Year to you, too. Um, The last time we spoke, it was Merry Christmas. It was. It was a Merry Christmas. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, yeah, I did. It was uh, pretty laid back, and that's how I like it. I don't like to travel around a lot, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the type that just, you know, like, put me on a couch, and I'll be chilling over here, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, yeah, man, um, why don't we start this right out? Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, um, band from San Diego. Uh, featuring the DeLeo brothers on guitar and bass, uh, Robert and Dean. Uh, we also have Eric on drums and uh, Scott Weiland, who um, we're focusing primarily today on the Scott Weiland records, uh, six records in total, because, I mean, Scott Weiland was the man, and uh, <laughs> we had to narrow it down a little bit, you know. All right, and Stone Temple Pilots are known for these hit signals, which we eliminated from our F-Stack contention. They are known for Plush, Big Empty, Big Bang Baby, Trippin' on a Hole in a Paper Heart, Sour Girl. Are there any you would like to add, Duffy? Oh, man, I feel like there's so many. Uh, Dead and Bloated, (laughs) Sex-type thing... Uh, I think Cracker Man, Vaseline, um, Lady Picture Show. Oh, Vaseline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, there was yeah, quite a few that like a lot of fantastic songs. Yeah, that we were able to immediately take out of contention for building our F stack. What was uh, what was your experience going through this catalog over the past couple weeks? It made me feel just awesome really <laughs> it was a lot of fun <laughs> Me too. uh a lot of nostalgia as well as um like finding new love for a lot of the songs that you know years ago i really didn't you know put much thought into or you know i just like songs that i would skip and uh you know stuff that now revisiting it um, I'm just like, why? <laughs> why did I skip these? They're so yes, good. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, when you fall in love with a band, like, originally in the 90s, you know, when when this stuff first started coming out, um, when the band first came out, uh, you know, you, you gravitate towards a certain sound, and then as the band evolves, and they change, and they put out, um, you know, new records that, you know, with more more diverse songs and stuff like that i mean you kind of already have like your idea of oh i like this sort of sound you know what i mean i like that uh meat plow sound so that you know when the next record comes out and they're doing something a little different originally in the beginning there you're like ah you know let me skip this track and yeah you know i'll come back to it or whatever maybe you never do so (laughs) so going back through that the whole catalog and actually like listening to each album with a fresh set of ears uh it it's been a a journey in and of itself of (laughs) this band more than maybe any other that i have a musical relationship with uh it it has evolved in a in a way like that is so connected to my own personal journey i think about that it, it started with cassette tapes like 
the little Sony Walkman sort of thing. Oh yeah, it, it has evolved all the way to today, like digital, like CD CDs. One of my first CDs ever was Core, and just being in love with that, just the CD to have it as my own physically, like this was, it felt like power. Yeah, like more than almost any album I've ever owned at any point in time. Core was like he-man's sword so to speak like you just pull that out and be like yes i have the power of, of the rock right oh, yeah. in my hands so going back through and then like you said finding songs that i was just at a loss for why they never attached to me before why they never like certain certain songs that are just like what why why did you constantly skip this track at what point what was it like at that point in time when you heard that sound and you were like no you know it was very stubborn in a way like and then you wouldn't go back like i was yeah. the kind of person who was like no no i didn't i didn't like that song then so no it's not worth my time now and now having yeah you know grown as a listener over the years especially with like my my time with music being so valuable in the limited capacity it's like i i really want to explore the outer Red, the outer edges of a band that I love to see if there's anything that I missed that's like, oh, yeah, you know, and that definitely and those early and those definitely songs on my F stack that I was like, I'm glad, I'm glad I had this experience with you to discover this music. Yeah, I agree. The uh, those young ears too, you know, they're different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then, they you are. Know, like Twenty five years things. later, you know, yeah. I almost feel like this is like one of my favorite bands now. After, you know, after doing this, so, and preparing see, would, for this would episode. you have considered? Would you have considered them in, let's say, your top five bands of all time before this F Stack experience? No, I, I did not. Wow, I that's, always that's, loved. That's I always awesome. loved them, but no, they now might you be. Feel like you, yeah, they might be in your. <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. See, that's look at that. The beauty. Of, this is why we came together to do this. It was I can't. Yeah. I can already say that Stone Temple Pilots was. Is, is my top five but it would be the first band before this that i may have forgotten to include somebody might have had to remind me may have gone like stone temple pilots because being a decade you know wow you know a decade since scott passed it's like i haven't really gone back other than like right after where i was really into it there was like a time where i was like three or four days was just nothing but listening to every every single song again yeah. since so it hasn't really been much since then so now it's like i've rekindled that love of like i'm going to be listening to a bunch of these songs going forward just to spice things up when i need something that i know i know really rocks there's yeah oof, there's some good ones yeah and and for the listeners um if you think yeah i i know stone temple pilots i've heard yeah. dead and bloated yes. you know it's like no yep. man go back no. and listen to the, no. the records you know that's uh this show that we're doing now it's just already um this is our first official episode first official uh, episode. but already it's such like an eye-opener like just expanding my mind and expanding my world and um it feels like i'm listening to new music you know i totally agree you want to get into it and uh we'll start talking f stacks all right for the campers playing along at home, each week, we the Mads will pick a band or artist that we love, choosing four of our favorite songs to build an F-Stack. A four-track F-Stack is deep cuts only, no radio-friendly massive hits allowed. We exchange our F-Stacks with one another and consider the gems we have collected, to build a combined Matastrophic Ultimate 4-Track F-Stack. It's a game of cooperation, compromise, shared passion, and musical discovery. We are here to have a wholesome good time, so... Ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and everyone under the beautiful rainbow of humanity, set your drama down and share in the good vibes at our campfire right here with Matastrophic Music. Let's get Positively Cosmic. We got four songs each. Four songs each. All right. So, Duffy, 
What did you think of my first track on my F-Stack, Silver Gun Superman from Purple? First off, I love it. <laughs> um, yes. This was a song that I was debating for my stack. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like right from the start, a couple words that came to my mind were sleazy and sexy. <laughs> Oh, so right yeah, off the bat, to, to describe right off the bat, the we rip. have completely we have we have a shared love of this song, and we have completely <laughs> different attachments to it. I guess is a way of looking at it, because I have a, I I continue continue. I want to hear more. Okay, so um, really that's that's just kind of like my initial uh, feeling from that yes. guitar riff. Oh yes, you know that guitar riff. They they do. I feel like they do a lot of sleazy, sexy guitar riffs in the best yes, way. Yes, they do. Oh, yes. You know, like slow, grimy, gritty riffs. Um, you know, and, and it's a great way to start the song. Uh, a lot of the Stone Temple Pilot Pilots music, um, they, they start with these intros sometimes in their songs, and you kind of don't know where the song's going to go. Um, I love the fact that, you know, they lead in with that sexy riff and it opens up into that bright chorus. So I really, the chorus is what sells this song for me. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm very glad that you, you, uh, that you like this song. Uh, the reason, the reason I chose this and it was almost like before I even, sat down to listen to anything like this was like the first riff that just always seems to like pop into my head because it takes me back to immediately like when i was talking about cassettes like the purple cassette like you put it on side b and it's like it there's something about that riff that is i i can't even put words to it it is one of my favorite guitar riffs like period so i was like there was never any doubt and the fact that it um what I consider when building an F stack, it's I almost consider the the way that it plays out these four songs in a row. For instance, the first one I always, when creating these before uh, we made it into a game, um, I would always called it I always called it the scalpel. Like it's coming in quick, and mm. I want something to look, that really sets the mood for the F stack. You know, for this okay. twenty to thirty minutes of time. What's my mood? Am I doing chores? Am I going for a run? Have a little bit of this bliffy whiffy? You know, like what? What's the things that's happening right now? So, the first song I had, I wanted to come in like and hit hard. I'm going with Silver Gun Superman. So I've been using this song in my F stacks for a long time. So, but to actually sit down and listen to it and read the lyrics and like appreciate in particular what I love the most about it is what is the bridge of the song. Okay, so, kind of like, it's going real crunchy, it's going along, and then we hit this Mm -hmm. bridge, and Scott immediately starts singing, Wait For Me, and it has this sad, almost pleading tone to it, like, he's like, almost begging, kind of. And there's like a little haunting, like, leave me numb, like wistful behind it, like, and then it kind of keeps building as you're going along, and so he gets to this point where it's he says, I'll leave you numb. Like the hurt and the anger comes up like almost uncontrollably to the surface. And it just lets out this riff of guitar magic that really builds off that like starts in this real sad place and this thing that's manipulating him, leaving him numb. And he's going to turn around and use that against whoever he's, you know, talking to in this this fictional bridge like tell them that i'll leave you numb like it's i love that little he has that way of like creating a little story within a story that i always appreciated as a as a lover of lyrics and music oh yeah yeah i agree um and the outro to this song like the guitar solo and everything and the way it like plays out and then they man so much chaos yeah. at the end of that song. It's wonderful. And then they like change the beat up at the end of the song. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it has like, that. falls apart, but in a good yeah. way. You know? And then 
Okay, now here's something that I I don't know, but having listened to this song specifically for this experience, I I listened all the way to the very last second, and there's this like little like laugh at the end of this song, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so the the song that I was listening to before this that I was really got me really back into wanting to do Stone Temple Pilots was Big Bang Baby. You know what's at the end of that song too? A laugh. Only oh. other song in the catalog were that. So I was like, is this somewhat, I don't like why those particular songs is that left in there? And I thought it was kind of yeah. funny that the song titles were Silver Gun Superman and Big Bang Baby. Now here, now here, let me, I just want the listener to get an idea of just how weird and out there my brain can get when I listen to music. So, I mean, I would, this is definitely a contender for the ultimate stack, in my opinion. Good oh, pick. I love, I love, love that that is a contender. Okay, so. So, my number one. Ding, ding, ding. Already made ding, it ding, to ding. the ultimate stack. Already made it to the <laughs> ultimate stack. Is Adhesive off of Tiny Music. Yes. Uh, 1996, Tiny Music came out. Um. So yeah, this uh, was my number one pick um, because it's probably close to close to my favorite STP song. Um, maybe oh, me too. even including all of the hits and everything, you know. Oh, um, same. This from the moment I heard it uh, back then, it stuck with me, and I remember as uh, a teen playing this song. Um, you know, when you're a, a teen and you're moody and you're alone and you're in your bedroom and you're listening to your, you know, CD player or piss out player or whatever, um, you know, it definitely hit a certain way. And so my original memory of this is kind of just like laying on my bed, staring up at the ceiling, like I'm a teenager. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but uh, anyway, grab the hate and drown it out. Grab the beat and drum it out. It's that's all so just, confusing. Oh, I love it! I love it. That's some of my, fa- that's some of my favorite do. lyrics by him. Like, what was it? What was it like for you listening to it now? Like, you 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 had the picture of of we of on the bed as a kid. What's it like when you put the the headphones on and, and hear this now today? What's it What's it do to you? I mean, the music is just it's relaxing you know it's, yes but let's see if i can put it into words it's a little like uh you know take you away out of where you are out of your element um you know a little almost like ethereal in a way yeah that's a good word for it uh, ethereal and, yeah. and, and you know what i wrote i wrote down that that tone in particular, while ethereal and beautiful, at the same time, it's almost uncomfortable. I wrote. There's some like it's something. There's something right, yeah, like right behind the surface of the tone that is, yeah, that that kind of doesn't make you extremely comfortable with the the beautiful aspect of it, so to speak. Oh, exactly. It, exactly. It's very, yeah, and it it's hypnotizing in a way because it's like I almost kind of don't want to listen, but then I keep listening. And it really like it like draws you in more than maybe any other song like in their catalog. It'll pull you in if you continue to listen, and if you listen to, especially to what he's singing about. I mean, just oh, yeah, check stuff this like, out. I make notes like superheroes dying, children crying, like that. That sort yeah, of this like, is the line that's okay. Ahead. This this line stuck with me. This is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Sell more records if I'm dead. Oh boy! Purple flowers once again. Hope it's sooner. Hope it's near. Corporate records, fiscal year. Oh, I wrote, I wrote then, down that corp. I didn't write down the full because I was like, "This is the corporate fiscal." I think because it, when you say that, it's it's powerful to to hear that. Yeah, like, and and then just a little bit after that, with a whisper, I'll be dead. Don't let the living die yet. Oof. 
That's see, and that's, that's that is that's not, weird. It's like somber. it is, it it's is, powerful, it you is, know? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, scarily present. Like that. Oh man, it's hard to think about because it, it does go with the uncomfortable, uncomfortable vibe underneath the beautiful vibe, which I mean is musically just transfixing. Like you're just. You, you, if you're really if you enjoy it and it sounds even remotely interesting to you it, it will captivate you fully if you you allow yourself to be in the moment with it yeah and then uh so what do you think about the lyrics adhesive love it's, to me i'm like wondering is that like like stick on love like like a sticker or something i can just like paste this love on you know what i mean adhesive love it's like I hadn't really you know thought what I mean, that. I mean, it's... I, it's I like, definitely it's real, but it's... When you say that, I... Wow. Yeah. Like, it's real love, but it's also, like... I don't know. It's, like, something you just stick on. You know? Yeah. And and on the other side of that, too, is, like, love, love as the adhesive that you cover your wounds with in life is basically, like reach the end of his his limit of what he's taking you know as every human suffers it's like he's he's got to the end of this and he's looking for something and it's like almost this pleading like love be the adhesive on on my soul so to speak because and then yeah. I mean, like any adhesive even the best you know duct tape uh, the right conditions it comes off it's adhesive you know yeah it's temporary, it's temporary. And so it's yeah, temporary. I feel that. <laughs> I do too, man. It's good talking about it. So yeah. Right, so, so our first ultimate. That's our first official. Our first is going to be on the ultimate F stack. All right. So what did you think of my number two, Bipolar Bear, off of their album Shangri La Di Da? Um, great tune again. Uh, first off, I want to say that I wasn't really very familiar with this record. Okay. Uh, and so when we decided on this band for the episode, I, um, for some reason, I went straight to this record. I was like, okay, this is the record, a record that I know I'm not extremely familiar with of theirs. And I just wanted to, for some reason, check this one out first. So, um, I love that. I love that. Cause yeah. this is, this is my so favorite. I bought album the record by them. Like I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say why exactly because I still think like Core, Purple, and Tiny are all better, and they they mean more to me in the the shape of my musical life. But I, I don't know why. Like I think because I discovered it at just the right time that it's just it. Every track on there hits me in some way, shape, or yeah. form, good or bad or ugly, beautiful. So to, yeah. To have you be I like, this the is record. the first one I want to check out. I was like, yes, get to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I bought it, and uh, right away, I felt like this record, the whole thing, really, uh, to me, seems like it could have been released within the last couple years. Like, it has a yeah. sound that still, like, stands, I yes. guess, stands the test of time sort of thing. Um. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the whole record. Um bipolar bear oh man it's uh it's kind of like heady i guess in a way like with the lyrics you know obviously he's um you know he's singing about having a a condition or a yes. disorder yep um mental a mental health sort of thing um mm -hmm. which so many people can relate to you know i can relate to yep. mental health yes, stuff. Can I? yes and uh you know, just like the lyrics, don't sleep at the stoplight, keep falling from the hill as you're coming down. Um, you know, oh, line that I really loved in this song, though. Um, think I've had too much coffee. I'm manic <laughs> as hell, but I'm going strong. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad Dude, you, I could that was the line so that bad. stands out to me. I think that's... <laughs> I think that's one of his his best lines. I wrote that down as well because I was like, yeah, I, I've I've sung along to this song so many times on like, open road. You know, it's like one of those the this if you are driving long distance uh, late at night. I've made many cross country trips in my lifetime, and I would always put 
put this on like when I needed that little, like I've just gotten my coffee from the, from the truck stop, you know, and I got another 100, 150 miles to go and I'll get in the car and I, I almost always go to this song because it's like it, it puts me in that moment and that frame of mind, your window down, you know, wind blowing the hair. It, I know it sounds cheesy, but it, to me, that like, that is a, a particular vibe that I really love about life and music, especially Stone Temple Pilots. So many great, you know, open road songs that they have. This yeah. one is just, and I think this one is really a tribute to how diverse their sound is as a band. Like, Mm -hmm. I tend to gravitate now more to, to heavier stuff than I ever used to, but this is definitely bright and more up tango, up tempo with a little bit of like jangliness to it. I don't know. I wrote that yeah. word down for some reason. I'm listening. It's kind of kind of a little jangle to it. And uh, to me, to me personally, I mean, talking about the ultimate F stack, whether you, whether or not you even consider this for it is okay because i i chose this on my this was very personal like you'd have to be yeah have gone through similar you know thousand mile trips to be like this is why it's my favorite you know it's hard it would have been really hard yeah for me i mean to these stats should be personal so important. yes that's that's you know wanting the listener to understand that a lot of our choices aren't necessarily thinking of the ultimate f stack in our initial f stacks we're more choosing songs that we personally have in the the deeper catalog they've either grown to love over time or like for instance now we're discovering new loves that are new gems hidden in the toy box and uh yeah so i i understand now in the discussion of ultimate i don't even know that you know what what are your thoughts would you consider it for was that one you would consider to be in the ultimate i mean it's hard to say until i think we hit them all against each other or look at them all against each other okay. you know what i mean that's very fair. um because because right now i can say i mean it's a great song you know yes excellent so <laughs> it's i think this uh ultimate stack today is going to be about looking at the whole of everything you know what i mean and yes. then putting it together kind of figuring it out from there yeah make it catastrophic um okay so that was number two for you uh my number two was also off of shangri-la yes it was coma what do you think coma. of coma now here's where now here's where i would say that oh boy and <laughs> <laughs> the yeah right the first the first it it's not that it's not a song first of all i would say if i'm listening to shangri-la da I'm not I'm not skipping the song. I like this song. But it also because it takes me back to such a time where I was uh in a very transitional uh raw time period of my life, uh it it immediately maybe thinks of things that aren't exactly the most wonderful things. So okay. You know those song, like the way those songs kind of stick to you in a way. Like it's not it's almost like like a like a flypaper kind of not it's hard to it's hard to explain but personally i would have a i would have a hard time picking it for an ultimate just because it immediately takes me out of the moment when listening to it but i can also appreciate that i i really like like for instance that stuttering start of a rock and roll riff like that little dan, dan, yeah. dan, 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 dan. like <laughs> yeah I, I really like that a lot so i'm curious to you though what is what is uh why did you choose this for your number two slot on the F stack? I chose this purely for the musical aspect of it. For the musical aspect honestly. of it? Yeah, it's just such a monster riff, rocking tune. Um, like you said, that... And then <laughs> I like, like that a lot. It's the, catchy. Uh, I'm a real, yeah, I'm the a big, big heavy, loud stuff. guitars come in. And, and yes. they make it even heavier because the guitarist cut out when he starts singing the verse so he like he sings his line oh i didn't I you didn't know notice that. and then yeah without without the guitars present there and then he finishes the line that come you know that riff comes back in yeah so it seems even heavier the way you know how they composed it like that see that see see it's having like that 
that is useful because for me it's hard to, to sometimes even focus when you get kind of like taken out of the, the moment of listening to something even briefly and you're like oh i don't want to think about that like what the heck man i'm trying to you know like whenever that happens it's like you miss things as i'm going along musically that it makes it harder to um connect with a song so you're like i'm listening with the sole purpose of like trying to to get into it sometimes that you know just doesn't doesn't connect in the same way which is great because we both come from two completely different you know uh i don't want to say musical realms really yeah yeah bridge this is Um, how we bridge the gap i'm surprised that uh because this came out in 2001 um i'm surprised this this song coma wasn't all over the radio it sounds like it's radio ready i yes this actually i would absolutely agree with that even though i don't i don't have like a personal attachment to the song i still i immediately think of it's a catchy song like you said with heavier elements that you know i love about some temple pilots when they bring that that little rock to it yeah i mean it sounds like a radio hit to me so i like it you want to move on sure uh number three for you was adhesive which we was adhesive so we are locked in with adhesive on ultimate yes in your number three kitchenware and candy bars oh yeah oh yeah i what do you think of it i I (laughs) kind of already know what you think of it (laughs) right it's like it's so hard to pick four songs like i wrote down so this is where i was like when when listening to this i was like oh man i i feel like a, a long list of apologies to songs in their catalog that i just cannot find a way to make represent like i wrote down this song and i want to say piece of pie and heaven heaven and hot rods from number four like those two songs in particular were like oh so close and i i yeah. like, kitchenware kitchenware for a decade of my life was like in my top five favorite songs period like i love this song so much so it's an easy consideration for the ultimate stack that i only really was yeah. just like i just barely ran out of room with this one it just everything about this and i what in particular what what would you say is your favorite element of this song oh man it's got all the elements it does have all <laughs> the elements i love the acoustic guitar the way that riff where it like punches in but dun dun you know i love the that riff um something that uh struck me though when i was listening with my good headphones on um Mm -hmm. because you know that's how you get the best experiences with a good pair of headphones (laughs) but anyway yes agree um i noticed that the his vocal like in the beginning of the song just how clean it is like the tone of it it's like so full bodied but it just sounds like so like perfectly clean and also too that's um, great though i like that his full vocals, body. i haven't really thought of that that's that's a good way to put it yeah and with his vocals um this is it's not uh specific just to this song but um a lot of times it seems like he's like just almost like at a a talking volume or even quieter than a talking volume he's just you know just so casually like like putting out the you know his lyrics and whatever and it's like it makes it sound so effortless and it kind of it makes me wonder like how he um sings in that style like it's quiet and effortless like that and just manages to hit all the the pitches and everything so perfectly but uh yeah <laughs> right you know every time it's like he, he steps up to the microphone it's like you're you're in for a treat because he has a has that way like you said he it's effortless it is i don't know because he's my i say my distinctive voice from that era like he's my favorite well that's tough. I, I don't. I don't want to commit to that because Chris Cornell is right up there. Like the two of them, like, yeah, distinctively, yeah. and they have two very different. They bring two very different sets of 
tools to the to the stage so to speak as far as like their vocal range and how they use them in songs and and create these little yeah agree little yeah these little magical stories and this this song in particular i i love i love the lyric they sell your words but it's all a lie just that just that one line like completely yeah. out of context just i always just said just to love that as a storyteller myself it was always there's something about it like you know wanting to knowing i wanted to grow up to write it was like i'd go to this song because it almost felt like he was talking as like the perspective of a writer talking about the struggles of writing and expressing yourself and having to be understood in a way that is attractive to either a listener in his case or to me a reader like the, this yeah the particular like down the river kind of the, the whole vibe of the song that he's kind of setting that tone mm -hmm. of like he's and there's like the there's even a part where kind of the music matches that like i feel like they hit like this rapid water and it kind of builds and builds and builds and then it just releases it you know the last maybe minute of the song kind of takes flight you know in that way like musically that yeah there's a lot sonically happening in yeah. the song there's like um as far as like production with uh like um layered guitar tracks and the panning um like left to right in your headphones and, now is there uh, is there actual like uh orchestra um instruments going yeah. on in the okay so this is like an actual i mean like, i didn't look it up but you, did, you yeah, hear it yeah yeah i always wondered it's when it's one of those things where i'm just kind of like i don't need to know one way or another it's magical one way you know whether or not i, mean, I, I feel in like my head there's this then, giant orchestra behind him that's just playing and i'm like i can picture this huge like almost operatic scene unfolding you know and I just close my eyes and listen to the song which i've done hundreds yeah. of times in my life when i say that it's kind of crazy to think about yeah yeah i feel like most um you know rock bands of this caliber use you know real musicians for the uh orchestra stuff yeah stringed instruments that's wonderful um yeah just fantastic guitar tones and and everything in this song this song kind of has it all and uh, it really does i think it's a strong contender for an ultimate i think it's act. a strong contender i have i have, i would go so far as to say it should be number two right on the on the f stack what do you say um i'm yeah or you yeah, want to wait till we, the end you want to wait till the we end can do that i mean um i feel yeah, confident I mean, let's finish Okay, I feel confident too, but let's finish and then we'll yeah, we'll let's evaluate. Finish. All right, yeah, okay. then we'll do. Okay, so where are we at now? So number my, four my number for four. you. Yes, 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 indeed. Where the river goes off of core. What are um, your thoughts? <laughs> First off, every time I hear this title, I think of a completely different song. <laughs> oh, do you know what song I think of? Are you thinking? Think are you of, um, collect, collective soul? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, you know what? Like I've done that the too. River flows. <laughs> yes, yes. I've done that too. Yeah. Oh, I, knew, I, I knew. I knew that as soon as you said that. I was like, I know exactly the song that he was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song too. That is a great song um, too. Yeah. So, uh, slow, heavy riff. Kind of. Um, the song kind of gives me stoner jam impression yes yes you know um we've probably both listened to this song under the influence but, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure um but uh yeah i mean this song is kind of like a you know slow epic ride um i like the chorus sing that song sing that yes. song inside um good song to kind of just like drift space out to you know let the oh, mind indeed. wander yeah let your kick mind back wander. yeah kick back um i don't really have too many uh too many notes on this one but uh no yeah that that's my impression and i'm sticking that's your to impression it. all right i <laughs> i will say uh with within building an f stack in my original tradition, the the fourth song, uh, typically I referred to as the sledgehammer. So you have this, you have the scalpel at the start, and then you want to close strong. And I'm being as somebody who likes those 
uh, epic. A song that let's say is six six minutes or longer. I like to to finish with grandiose. Probably longer, I think. Yeah, I do like a lot of songs. This one, this one, I think is somewhere in the eight or nine range, eight minutes and something maybe, which is probably yeah, I think that's what they're actually. Yeah, I think it's their longest song in their catalog. Uh, that isn't like. Um, doesn't have like a secret song attached to the end, as they used to do in the '90s, which was a wild thing, which was kind of great, you know. Well, the, the gracious CD. melodies. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this this uh, so this one fits wonderfully well at number four. If you're looking to, do, to close out hard, close out strong, I, I love this song. But the weird thing is, is I'm only I've li- I listened to it a few times in my life but not until recently did it really like click with me and i had to think back why and i used to have my favorite possession my core cd my first ever cd well no i take that back mc hammer i think was my first cd (laughs) one of my one of my first cds uh i had the cassette you had the cassette please hammer don't hurt him the shout out um Uh, was that the one with the first hit there yeah, you can't touch this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely aging ourselves here. Um, <laughs> so the so the sle- so the sledgehammer concept, uh, being that this was the very end of this album core, I could never quite make it on my portable CD player on the bus ride to school. Would never, I wouldn't have enough time, or my batteries would die. So I would never listen to this track. Not, I never skip it. But I would just never make it to it, you know. So it's always just one of those lost relics that listening to it now, like, I was like, holy crap, man. Like, where has this song been? Like, just hiding under under my nose all these years. And I'm like, I, I this is the song I've probably listened to the most since we started um, oh, okay. exploring Stone Temple Pilots. So I was just like, I, there's something about it, too, that um, I really love the part of the song where he goes... Uh, if I was stronger, I could be a mountain range. If the night was longer, could I escape the day? Uh, there's something yeah. about that that I just the way his voice is like really like haunting in that like it's kind of like echoey a little bit maybe. Um, yeah, something about that. It's like when you reach that point, it's kind of like yeah. you reach that mountaintop, and it's not quite not quite what you expected it to be like he, he starts off he wants to be as big as a mountain and he gets there and he's like okay but if i was just a little bit stronger i could be the whole range you know like he's trying to outrun his things by chasing things that maybe aren't so great you know so, so we all have those moments in time and to me it just i love it you know and it's something about it being now like older because he sings about uh he sings a line where he says, um, I'm a young man with a knife in my back again. Some things never seem to change. And he says, it's easy to think, too, as an old man. Just change that lyric when I'm singing to myself. It's yeah. easy to reflect <laughs> back on things. And, you know, there's something about it. Just, I, I, at the start, this was definitely not on my, my radar. We never would yeah. have, like, if I had to sit down off the cuff before we did this and pick and make an F stack. I would not have included this, but now it's like, it. It's it's an easy way to define how I even build F stacks. Is like this just hits hard and has that peaks and valleys that I like so much. You know, little journey. Yeah, yeah. Like um, like you mentioned the little bridge section in there, how it changes. Uh, yeah, changes the tone of the song up. You know, which yep. is cool because you can't just uh, have that like gritty, grimy. Like through the whole, like if I mean if yeah. they did that through the entire yes. song, you know what I mean? Yes. It'd be kind of like a, a little get a little repetitive maybe, but so yeah, I like that. Um, and this was a song for me that back in the day I skipped like every time. Never oh, listened to. <laughs> you never listened to it. That's interesting. Yeah, back in the day, you know, with those young ears. Yes, the young ears. Um, All right, so you uh, want to move on to my four? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, my number four is Seven Caged Tigers from Tiny I Music. I love this track. I love this track. 
I'm glad you picked it too. Yeah, that was definitely. This is definitely in the last contention, the running contention for for my F stack, and uh, the 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 something about um, Scott's voice in this song, like in particular, very light, uh, delicate. Right, yeah, like there's something that I wrote. I wrote down saccharin, like it's sweet, like almost to the point where it's like it could be almost too sweet, like. <laughs> that, but it's also Scott Weiland, so it's never quite there. So it's nice, like he kind of like walks right up to the edge of it being too sweet with it just stopping short. Because the song is has weird, these weird, lovely lyrics to him that aren't like your traditional pop song, you know? Yeah. I I I think that with almost every one of their albums, like the last song is. is some of their best in my opinion yeah something special yeah yeah something special to leave a lasting impression by for sure yeah i don't think that this song really doesn't do anything like flashy or um i mean it's got like a killer guitar solo in it but um it doesn't really like you know do anything crazy i guess you could say but it's just like it's the tone you know like the guitar chords um, and how the melody, you know, like, fits in with the chords and everything. It just, you know, it's got, like, a great feel to it, a great tone. And like you were saying, his uh, voice, um, it kind of seems, like, you know, soft and, and delicate in this song. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's sweet, like you were saying. I yeah. can get down with that. <laughs> I, li- I, li- I like it, though, like, in a good way. And I don't mean that, I don't even, I don't mean that even the slightest bit disparaging at all because it's it's rare it, it feels earnest you know like it feels like he's coming from yeah. a genuine place when he's singing the song like that's how he felt when i don't ever come across i mean you can as somebody who read a lot of his lyrics while i was doing this it's like you can get an idea of what he thought of the record industry for instance and like making hit songs oh and yeah a pop star it's pretty obvious in how he feels so when he sings a song that's sweet and loving and caring it's like i i get that in that moment when he was writing it, he was not writing it with the intention of it being you know a catchy million dollar maker yeah and f- but this song should have been a catchy million dollar maker in my opinion that i if this was released as a single i think it would have caught on i really do yeah i mean i think it it's kind of maybe a little too in my opinion like for radio maybe a little too like light and carefree sounding or something you know what i mean but are you gonna think back to to was this this was tiny music i mean for rock radio like grunge radio sort of but think about yeah Yeah. but think about like bands like for instance even like collective soul we were just mentioned earlier that they had that there was like a lane for that this like stone temple pilots were put in the grunge lane early because of core being so i guess heavy even though it is very melodic and it also has like yeah. creep and you know wet my bed or whatever the heck that was in the middle there. Um, <laughs> wet <you> know, my <laughs> bed. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check that song out, listeners. Go. Yeah. Stop. Pause right now. Well, and yeah, the listeners out. need to just go go listen to all these songs that we're talking about because I feel yeah. like they're gonna be like, huh? Yep. <laughs> go check them exactly. out. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. Okay. So we have uh, we rounded out our F stacks. So now we need to come to a matastrophic ultimate Duffy, a matastrophic yeah. ultimate four track F stack. What's it going to be? Four out of eight. Yep. Uh, four out of eight. So number so one got? adhesive. We got adhesive on number one. We already. definitely have adhesive at number one. Um, Silver Gun Superman has to be on this thing. I love it. I right, go ahead. I'm glad. So. Let's put that. Yeah, let's put that at number two. And I think based on um, uh, our discussion, that Seven Cage Tigers should be on this too. I I agree with with uh, Seven Cage Tigers. All right, so that leaves one spot left. Oh I'm, boy! I'm being got... honest. It's probably got to be Kitchenware. I'm looking at the list. I mean, I could personally, obviously, I would push 
for where the river goes, but overall, I think kitchenware is something that every listener of Stone Temple Pilots should listen to at least once, you know? Like, you really have to... I agree with that. ...to have the experience of this song, like, it, it's 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 unique in their catalog in a lot of ways. Like the fact that it's I just the, the I don't know I can't get over it. I love the orchestration aspect to it because it brings like such a yeah mighty quality that I don't know that they is is there more music in their catalog that has orchestra. I can't think of another one. I'm off not the top sure. Of my head. It's possible that we're missing one, but yeah, I mean it's definitely possible. Yeah, yeah, but it was um, in the concept yeah, this, this of like song has ups and downs and yeah. It has that epic. I mean, I'm always looking for my number four to be the epic quality. You know, like I, I feel like I'm gonna carry that over. Now, in creating together, I think the first song should definitely be in the F stack. Should be the one that we are both the closest uh, passionate about. That's why I think adhesive is an excellent number one. Like, turn this on, listen to this first. We both love this. You gotta, you gotta listen. You gotta check this out. If you like Stone Temple Pilots, check this song out. Now, as you're moving yeah, down yeah. the ultimate stack, you get to the bottom. I want to leave you with a lasting impression. I did the epic quality of Kitchenware, I think, is a great way to round it out. Do you, do you agree or yeah, disagree? I agree. I, th- I think that's number four. I agree totally. Awesome. So <laughs> look at how. Uh, Look at how easy it was for us. I mean, we did a lot of a lot of behind the scenes laminating over even our own personal. Yeah. Like, I don't know, so many times <laughs> we would share with each other that we're like, how are we ever going to pick four songs? And then how are we ever going to agree on just four songs for fans? Yeah. Don't Temple pilots to go check out. It's like, how is this? How possible? do you pick four songs out of a treasure? Uh, four gems out of a treasure chest? Yeah, you know. And then agree on them that they're the they're the ones that we want to share with the world. It's yeah. wonderful. This has been a this has been a great experience. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, for all the listeners, uh, if you have um, an idea for your own Stone Temple Pilots F stat, um, you know, go ahead and let us know. Very curious to hear uh, what the listeners have to say. Yeah. Yeah, me too, because I'm sure that I don't think there's an F-Stack with this band that somebody could build where I wouldn't be like, that's gold. Yeah, yeah, no, like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe you pick all those songs. What are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, right, so... I'm starting to close the uh, episode out here. All right. Um, song of the week. What, what do you was have? You, what was your? What was you? No, what do you have? What's your song of the week? I'm curious, sir. What <laughs> so it's funny where um, we, uh, you know, we've been listening to this, all this Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. And uh, my song of the week pick is completely like so different. Um, mine too. This. Mine it's, too. Uh, I'm great. <laughs> um, so mine's a metal tune. Ooh. Um, and it's all actually right. by uh, Nita Strauss. She's a guitar oh. player, um, so she's like a, a solo musician. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly. I didn't do a lot of research into this, but I think it's just like her and this drummer. Um, and they have a record out where they have all um, guest vocalists. Oh. Now, actually, I'm not even sure if it's a full record, um, but there's a few tracks out. Um, so the track that I picked for this week is the wolf you feed oh and it's feet you you taking notes i am taking notes i, <laughs> I love i love i love hearing uh i love hearing these uh musical choices because then it's like something to listen to you know i look forward to later to put it put it on the put it on the old playlist and have it sneak up oh, yeah. on me i like it yeah, so it's The Wolf You Feed by Anita Strauss, and it's featuring Alyssa White Glues, who is the singer of the band Arch Enemy. Um, okay. She's known for um, just full-out, like, metal screaming. Um, oh. You know, like, real extreme vocals. It's, it's one of those things where if you're not familiar with um, female metal singers and you, like, 
happen to, you know, oh, let me play this video. You're on YouTube or something. And, you, you yep. know, she opens her mouth and you're like looking at her and you're hearing the voice and you're just like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like this doesn't match up. Um, but oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like what she's known for. And uh, she's awesome at, at the growls and everything. And so in this song, she actually sings clean with doing the you know the metal vocals and so oh. um it's kind of a treat for fans of hers because she doesn't sing clean very often but she has an amazing singing voice oh oh so yeah, that's a good so, that's, yeah, um, that's a good surprise for you guys then yeah this is yeah, the, this so is that, the first i've heard so this is why i like this because you, you know this is part of what how this podcast even grew into something is we would just be sharing music back and forth with each other and he keeps me he keeps me in the the metal aspect of it informed because i did a lot of the bands that he he uh sex i've never heard of before and i'm always excited to listen to see to see what he turns me on to next yeah this song is a ripper and it has uh a big open bright shiny uh chorus with the clean singing and um the guitar playing it you know shreds it's got the double bass uh the drumming it's it's a total metal ripper in my opinion um so check it out oh excellent yeah All so right. what do you um, got i got okay <laughs> go we'll completely switch gears and go with my song of the week is hitch a ride by boston yeah classic <laughs> 70 i was not expecting that classic rock i know way off and to be honest with you i wasn't either last year i like rediscovered the the first boston album listening to um uh redbeard does uh he does a a podcast where he does uh album like classic albums with with artists and stuff and like uh interviews and and whatnot and uh so i went back and listened to boston and it was just like like the old ears, I guess, connected with it because it became like one of my most listened to albums of 2022. And oh, nice. having, yeah, so it, it had been a few minutes since I'd listened to Hitch a Ride, which I listened to a lot during the extremely hot summer here in Texas. Uh, it allow it, it takes you away. It's one of those songs where you can just put it on whenever you know you get some some frustration or negativity in your life and it's kind of overwhelming oh it just put this on so it's a feel-good jam it has a really like soaring fun guitar solo towards the end of it kind of like just takes you away and it's it might close my eyes and i'm like you know picture myself on uh some trail in the rocky mountains or um in in the, the discovery park in seattle i love picturing there because the greens are so bright and oh some about like just you know when you just need a moment and you just want to like take a deep breath and you know, yeah the holidays get you stressed out and there's only so many times i can watch rudolph i mean i watched that probably 10 times this <laughs> month <laughs> and i love it yeah and it, and it does the trick and every time you watch so, it you discover something yeah. <laughs> yeah and every time you watch it there's something new so like how the uh the father there <laughs> he's like yep. women belong at home you know, or something whatever he said like yeah. this is man's work <laughs> and then the mom the mom at the and the mom's like oh okay and then she ends up leaving looking for rudolph anyways like <laughs> who cares what you have to say <laughs> and leaves the cave i'm like that's perfect way ahead of his time yeah all right i'm not sure i'm familiar with this song based on the title so yeah i'm gonna have to it, check it out it probably had some radio play i don't know i don't i didn't look up if it was a hit single or not but it would definitely was it's definitely like my probably my favorite song on that album it just from the the amount of times that i listened to it i was kind of surprised i was like wow i never get bored of it all right nice well that brings us to the end of the um episode here so i i think we uh, had a pretty good one here with stone temple pilots Yes. Um, our next episode is going to be the Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. All right. So do we want to discuss any songs that will be off limits so the viewer or listeners at home uh, will have an idea how to build their F-Stacks? Yeah, I mean, basically, 
Um, anything that you can think of that's a popular hit, I would say, you know, like, Today, Disarm, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. 1979. 1979, yeah. You know, any, anything that you can think of maybe that was on the radio, if you uh, listened to the radio back when these songs, you know, came out. Um, those are off-limits. Uh, deep tracks is what we look for with the F-Stacks. Yes. So, yeah, listeners at home, you know, get listening to the Smashing Pumpkins and uh, see if you can create your own F-Stack. And when you tune in next week, you can see how your F-Stack compares to our F-Stack. That's a wrap, right? So that's a wrap, man. It's fun. <laughs> thanks, thank, I guess thanks to all the listeners who tuned in and listened to us talk about Stone Temple Pilots. Had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I hope some listeners discover some new songs out there to add to their playlists and their F-Stacks in the future. Yeah, and uh, you know that you and I will be listening like crazy to some uh, good music, so... We sure will. All right, until next time. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Thank you.